hey, welcome to the TFL Podcast. We are back at it for week 11. Uh, and if you've listened to the other uh, pod that's already gone out yesterday, um, well, we are talking NFL and we've got T-Bone Jones with us. Jonesy, how are you going? Yes, good to be back, Rowan. Yesterday that's was cut true. short. We, we, we spanned this over two days. It's like that's the right. NFL, NFL draft. We're going to make this into a real festival. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, if you listened yesterday, you'd know that Arch uh, isn't with us. He's uh, dealing with some family stuff. Uh, just letting you know, Arch, that we are uh, just thinking of you and praying for you. Uh, and uh, hope all is well. Um, yeah. We'll hopefully catch you back on the pod, hopefully next week, if not the week after. Um, you can catch us, guys, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the GFL Podcast. Love to hear from you. Come and hit us up on that. Uh, Jonesy, we're looking at week 11 this week. It's, uh, it's a big week in the NFL. No doubt about it. This is uh, it's almost like premiership quarter type stuff in the AFL. It is. Third quarter. Yeah. It's like if you, if you come out good and your team starts hitting the straps during this particular part, you could be looking good for a playoff berth and or fantasy title. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, look, if you're yeah, if you're in your leagues there and you're you're sitting there in that middle of the ladder spot, which is where you and I are at actually in the TFL. Really, mm-hmm. you, you got to push hard. You it's do. wins on the board, or or you're sitting out in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned and listen in. We're going to jump into some news and notes. Let's hope this sound drop works. Oh, there it is. Yes. <laughs> All right, there we go. That was good. Parties on the edge of their seats momentarily, but we yeah, that's right. It did in fact drop, which is a great result for all involved. That's, that's it. <laughs> uh, dear, let's go with some news. Um, I'm just running through rotoworld.com. Great place to get all your fantasy headlines. Uh, look, Philadelphia Eagles, my boys, are in a bit of trouble. They've placed Corey Clement, uh, Sega Whiteside, and uh, defensive end Vinnie Curry on the COVID nineteen list. Uh, look, they're not big names, are they, James? Certainly not in the fantasy realm. But uh, look, it's 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 paved the way for Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's recently been dropped by Miami, um, the running back, and he's uh, made his way onto the practice squad back of the Eagles. That's what, that was his yeah. old old team. Um, I had a little bit of success. Out yeah, that he. Way. That's right, he did. Like him and Sanders had a pretty good share last mm. year, um, but. He has been woeful at Miami. Do you think he makes any impact here back at Philly? It's just hard to say. Like, I won't, I won't lie to you. I was, didn't exactly have Panda Watch on uh, <laughs> in his career with the Dolphins. So I haven't watched a lot of tape, if I'm being, being honest. Yeah, fair call. Um, but he, look, stats-wise, he was very low yards per carry and Big just time. was the, 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 uh, the plunge vulture touchdown specialist. Um, yeah. Killing off all all the owners who owned Gaskin were often quite upset with him. But yeah, it, it wasn't a lot there. Maybe nah. if he rediscovers some some bursts at the yeah, end. maybe. Like, are you, are you worried as a Miles Sanders owner that that is going to impact on your boy? Uh, look, not really. I think like you've got Sanders is the guy, and I think they realised that they came at the beginning of the year. They said he's the number one. They're playing him at the moment like he is. Obviously. Vultured, uh, Boston Scott vultured a couple of touchdowns. I think Steve, that's the thing. Boston Scott's still there. Jordan Howard is really a goal line threat, potentially. So, look, we'll it's see if he makes the team. Sanders had the lower leg injuries twice this year. Maybe that's they right. limit reps just to keep him fresh. No, I think that's probably it. Uh, CEH, Clyde edwards Lee running back at Kansas City, was coming out of Thursday's practice with an illness, as did Daryl Williams. So, Lev Bell. Uh, look, if 
CH doesn't play, uh, you, you think that left bell against the Raiders is, is a pretty good play. It's a juicy matchup. Absolutely. Um, yes. So we will see. We will monitor that with close eyes. Yeah, we will. We'll see. <laughs> Carlos Hyde set to play uh, tonight uh, along with DJ Dallas and Bo Scarborough. Man, that Seattle backfield is just banged up. Um, and Alex Collins has not been called back up from the practice squad. So you think Carlos Hyde takes the uh, main block of carries tonight. So uh, we'll see that on Thursday night football. Mm. T Higgins held out of pre- Thursday's practice with an illness. He has been on fire this year. Um, one, of the, like, one of the many amazing rookie wide receivers that we've been watching in the NFL. Do you uh, think the old adage of it takes three years for a wide receiver to break out, do you think that's done? It seems to be. They are trying to buck that trend like ferociously this year. There is just, you've got Justin Jackson, T Higgins, Jalen Rager's showing a little bit. Jerry Judy's been solid. Um, Brandon, are you like all these guys are like, yeah. particularly the first rounders really but coming even through last year. You had AJ Brown, you had DK Metcalf. Yeah. You had guys looking good. That's um, it. It's just, it, it's very interesting. Yeah. hundred percent. So it's uh yeah, I think uh, there's going to be more faith put in rookie wide receivers uh, as time goes by. Um, speaking of receivers, Green Bay Packers wide receiver, Alan Lazard, limited participant in Thursday's practice. He's been limited for both practices uh, since being activated from injured reserve to start the week. Um, still questionable. Uh, uh, look, Green Bay are very slow to incorporate injured players back into the lineup. Yeah, so do you think Lazard gets back in or, or you might think another week? It's it's hard to say. Like I said, you, like I remember last year, Devontae Adams lingered with that turf toe. He just you think he was back, he was practicing, and he never seemed to suit up. So yeah. you never you never really know. I mean, what Lazard Lazard has shown that he's taken a, sl- a step forward this year. Whether or not I'm yeah. necessarily you, like banking on him to be available so I can play him is a different thing altogether. I just yeah. think I mean, particularly as an Aaron Rodgers owner, that excites me. Just another mouth available to be throwing a sweet touchdown to. I would hope that he plays from a purely selfish perspective. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Devontae Adams, though, he, he didn't practice Thursday. Now, that's a downgrade. He, got, he was limited Wednesday and he didn't practice Thursday. So that's, he, that's a big yeah. um, alarm bells going off for Devontae Adams' um, managers. It's against the Colts. Really, if there's no Lazard, no Adams, do you trust Mark Wesvaldo-Scantling to take, take the lead here? Like we talked about him the other day, two big games in a row. Yeah, he, he would be required to put up a third if if the pack were to get it done. So, uh, look, it's an interesting sort of practice session tomorrow to see who's in and who's out. Yeah, uh, but like you do feel like Adams might be on the wrong side of questionable. Yeah, that's it. Um, Kamara didn't practice either. He's stealing with yeah. a foot. This is big news, especially for me. I've got Kamara in multiple leagues. Um, You're heavily invested. Yeah, that's it. Uh, ESPN's Mike Triplett says, too early to fret about Kamara's status um, since he did miss practice a couple of weeks ago um, and still played with a similar foot injury. Um, look, you want him to play th- uh, this week, um, but yeah, look, I just always get nervous whenever they're missing Thursday practices. Yeah, no doubt about it. So it's a, it's a big one. No, that's it. Big another big one. DeAndre Swift uh, is in the league's concussion protocol Where and can miss week eleven. I, look, it's kind of come from left field, that's for sure. Um, obviously, something happened at practice. Yeah, uh, they're not, they're not sure. Well, they actually, they're not sure. Concussions can really pop up like mm. 
the leg concussion is going to pop up like a few days later after games, yeah. can't they? Um, what do you what do you do with this backfield now? You got Carry on Johnson and Adrian Peterson. Yeah, they're going up against the Panthers, who are you know typically a bad run defense. So, mm. what do you think? Who do you think is going to take the the, the well, lead AP here? He has has shown that the yeah. Lions are happy to to roll him out there. It's only been That's the last true. few weeks he's taken a target, a, a carry shed dip, but he could well get 15, 15 totes and, and do Adrian Peterson things. And look, yeah. I'm sure he'll he'll do well. So it's, on DeAndre Swift, if he's out, I'm sure there's going to be a couple of people rushing to the wire. Yeah, that's it. He was He's really ascended in the last few weeks. So I've loved watching him play. But uh, yeah, it's going to be tricky if he doesn't get up. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for the Falcons, has been a fantastic pickup for those who drafted him this year. Um, he missed the Falcons' last game against Denver. He's limited in practice. Um, he should be available, but I guess it's just one of those situations where you just really got to watch it. Really, do you just sit and forget if he is active? Yeah, you have to. You have to. Like, it, I've, I've been bitten in this situation before with these sorts of receivers, <laughs> and they get out and, just, and they roll, roll out with dummy routes the entire game, just yeah. to be a decoy. Um, look, I, I think you have to play him. He's that good. It's going to be yeah. you know, a real high-octane game against... Saints, so yeah, I'd roll it out there and see what we can do with him. Nah, for sure. Uh, Teddy B, uh, he's unlikely to play against the Lions in week 11. Um, PJ Walker looks like to be the guy, the uh, XFL star. Uh, so look, I don't know if you can trust PJ Walker though. I don't know enough about him to say anything, but I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it, it's just one of those backup quarterbacks that you probably just don't want to trust. Uh, Joe Mixon still. He has not seen at the start of Bengals practice Thursday. Uh, still waiting for that limited practice for Mixon. Um, Bernard just keeps being the guy. Yeah. You've got, to, you've got to start him up, don't you, if he's playing? Absolutely. You've got to, no, you've got to play him. And he's shown that when there is no Mixon, he can produce. So, Yeah. Now, that's it. Well, that brings us to the end of the headlines. There's, oh, there's always news. So go and check out Roto World. It's always juice. That's right. So, uh, anyway, let's move on to the matchups. All right, we're gonna jump into the NFL matchups for the week ahead. Uh, Jones, we've got a few buyers. Buffalo, Giants, Chicago, San Francisco, all not playing. So have you got, are you impacted by any of those buyers this week? Uh, not, certainly not in my redraft as much. The uh, dynasty is interesting. I'm playing against the, uh, the cheesehead version of the dynasty and they've got, uh, uh, their quarterbacks are um, Josh Allen and they had Garoppolo. They took, picked up Mullins. So Mullins yeah. and Garoppolo are out. And so it's, it's shocking that every single tight end on their roster isn't playing. It's ridiculous. So it's crazy. To, yeah, they have to struggle around and find something. But they've got yeah. no no Ingram, no Knox, no Caden Smith, no Jimmy Graham. Yeah, it's just no tight ends at all on their <laughs> So it's ridiculous. And then the backs are Josh Allen, Nick Mullins, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Alex Smith is their savior this week. Oh no! <laughs> Man, I don't want to rely on Alex Smith. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, we're gonna, we're going to run through these matchups um, for you all. Let's quickly start with Thursday night football. It's going to happen in about 
uh, two hours um, as of recording. But look, this is going to be a shootout, isn't it, Jonesy? You got Kyle Murray against Russell Wilson. Last time this one was on, I was uh, lucky enough to be at home on a sick day, and I got to kick back and watch these two go at it. Oh, hello. Lucky. Um, and then, as luck would have it, it's happened again. So, there you go. Um, this is going to be really exciting. Going to be uh, kicking back with my popcorn, Michael Jackson style. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, look, I'm keen to play kind of everyone in this matchup. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, looking like, hey, you don't know play, I'll play. I'll even play David Moore. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're in a pinch, you could play David Moore and Andy Isabella in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, Isabella, this target share is almost non-existent. No, it's true. He's, he's <laughs> but, but all the action needs to get on, on is one of these Kyler Murray deep balls, which is looking delightful, must yeah. I say. Um, and then he, he takes one to the house and he's, he's scored 11 points for you. So it's, it, I, I agree. I wouldn't be playing with any sort, of, uh, any sort of conviction, but if you were in that pinch and you needed to play him, you could probably, yeah. as a bit of a what-the-heck flex... <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh, but anyway, look, I think running back situation in, in Seattle is a bit tough. That's probably the toughest thing to figure out. Um, would you play Carlos Hyde if you had to? Um, like we were saying before, if he's the main man in that backfield, as it all sort of filters down, yeah, he's shown even this year that he can carry the mail and he can yeah. get a job done. He's a, he's a high-impact running back. He's not ever going to snap off these massive gains, but he just no. sort of chugs his way to four or five yards of tote and seems to get the job done. Yeah. No, that's it. He, look, he's just one of those running backs that everyone kind of looks down upon and then, you know, he just actually performs all right for you in the end. That's for sure. All right. I think we'll leave that. Let's move on. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Uh, look, we're not we're not throwing out the starts and sits like the the drops today. That's okay. Uh, but I will tell you that I love Juju. He's coming back. Yeah, well, he's been showing something. It's just a hard one. There's with those three guys in there that really show that they can play. That's like, true. I've, I've trusted Claypool on occasions, and then the next game he gets one target. Like it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult. I mean. And that's another thing with Deontay Johnson. I've started him four times this year in the TFL. Three of them have recorded in, in games with, without a point, like less than a point. Like, I feel like he's been luck, unlucky though. Like they, they've mostly been injury affected games. He seems to get, yeah, he gets injured and then he, he doesn't play for you. So it, it can be frustrating yeah. um, to try and pick the winner. Now the Steelers are rolling on offense. They're putting up big numbers. And particularly last week, everyone got a taste whether yes, or not they did. you can bank on that week in, week out, it's interesting. Jacksonville doesn't appear to be a, a team that I'm worried about. I reckon no. everyone, will, everyone will get fed, but it's just a matter of which one. Is yeah, no, that's that's fair. I, yeah, you're probably right. Not all of them can actually get up uh, and about. I think you're probably looking at two out of the three could have decent games because they, they just won't need to throw, I think. They'll probably get up by halftime and then just, yeah, absolutely. James Conner will run up all the way home. So, yeah, this is absolutely a James Conner game. You know, maybe maybe they want to rest him for 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 down the track. Maybe Benny Snell or McFarlane yeah. get a, a little bit of taste. Uh, but yeah, this is this is I can't help but feel this is a James kind of game. That's it. On the other side, James Robinson. Oh, I'm nervous. I don't. I don't want. Almost don't want to play James Robinson this week. Yeah. Okay. Pittsburgh Steve. Is he a sit for you, Ron? An official. Uh, look, if we're playing, if we're playing the start sit game this week, then yeah, I think James Robinson. Are, are we not playing the start sit game? I was uh, the impression that we were. Well, we can we can play it in the sense that 
we'll call it out. I just won't be keep pressing buttons and making sound drops. So, uh, look, here we go. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, yeah, Juju's my start uh, wide receiver of the week. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to call James Robinson my sit running back of the week. Okay. Any start sits for you in this game? Uh, not not from this one, no. No, nah, fair enough. DJ Chark, what do you, what do you see for DJ? He, he's going to be the just the guy that they have to throw to to well, keep up? I'm assuming Lutton is the QB at this point in time. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so he's, again, he's one of these guys that he didn't appear to do anything last week. And, yeah. and I don't really have a heck of a lot of confidence in him. Maybe he's just going to be throwing bombs to get out of jail. Maybe Chark gets on the back of one. But again, it's one of those ones where you've got Cole and Conley just floating around. Are That's they the true. Ones that get it? It's just... Yeah, I had someone trying to sell me coal the other week in a trip. Yeah. And, I just, and I was just like, mate, which one's it going to be? I, I don't necessarily feel good about this. And that's with LaVisca Chanel in. Yeah, um, that's right. Know. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those ones that I just yeah. don't feel confident. And no. In fact, James Robinson's the only guy in that team that I feel confident starting on a weekly basis. Yeah, no, that's that's probably fair. And I, like that's the thing. Pittsburgh just always makes me nervous. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know about James Robinson, but the rest of the wide receivers as well. Yeah, I think you can't really keep going on with it. All right, let's move on then. Detroit at Carolina. We've talked about Teddy Bridgewater probably not getting up, and so Carolina going to be with their second-string quarterback. Um, Matthew Stafford looks like he should be fine from his injuries. Uh, no Kenny G, it looks like. No, it doesn't sound like Goliday's going to play. Swift, as we said, looks in strife to miss. That's right. Which means... Even though he had a little bit of question mark earlier in the week, Marvin Jones Jr. could take a bit of a, a, bit of a bump. Yeah, I think so. If he, if he gets on the field, he should be good to go. Uh, and look, people are probably just in pinches where they have to play Marvin Jones. But he's just been on a tear. Like He's just had a, a good few weeks. Um, look, I, I'd be happy to slot Marvin Jones Jr. in my flex, potentially if I had to, even in my wide receiver two spot. Yeah. AP? Are you going to play him? Well, like I said, if Swift misses, I'd probably be more than happy to, if I was in a bit of a, like if I was a Swift owner and now my running back two is not available. Yeah. Should yeah. Put him in, see what happens. That's it. Now McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey. He's, he's out again. Uh, Frustrating year. Frustrating year for the, for the 101. Yeah, big time. Mike Davis is there. Now, Mike Davis did not look great in those last few games leading back into McCaffrey's return. No, he hasn't. Uh, now, it's against Detroit. Detroit, both actually Detroit and Carolina, are pretty rubbish against the, the running back position. Defense. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike Davis, you think he's going to be top top 12 running back this week? Well, it was one of those ones where I I was thinking about popping him in as my start of the week until I saw his his r- ranking on Fantasy Pros as, as RB10. It's like RB10, so yeah, like, that's right. Oh, okay, there's nothing, there's no value in that for me. No. Um, no, that's but that's I, fair. But I don't, I don't think he's going to be a bust. I think he's, he'll be, you know, between that fifteen to 10, 10 to fifteen range. I think it's about right. Yeah, no, that's that's probably fair. Um, what do you do with the wide receivers in Carolina? I look. I think I think you play. I think if you've got Marvin Jones Jr., you play him in your flex. And I think you're getting away with that. Oh, um, yeah. yeah I, I don't, on the other how, side. How, sorry. What about on the other side of the ball? Oh, with Carolina. Sorry. Carolina. No, it's uh, Carolina. <laughs> sorry, this is just my uh, inability to listen to simple instructions rears its head once again. Robbie Anderson, I've, I've obviously liked all year. He continues to sort of impress. A little few little quiet weeks. DJ Moore looked better last week with, 
Walker under centre. So maybe yeah. with a little bit more of a security blanket, whereas Bridgewater was happy to pepper Anderson a little bit more. Um, I think you start both blokes and see where we're going. I'd suggest that, they, again, once again, going to be playing from behind Carolina. So they'll probably uh, have plenty of throwing in the tank. Yeah, interesting. For them. Um, Curtis Samuel, I feel like he's getting a little bit of disrespect in fantasy circles. I know the people in yeah. the leagues I have him in don't seem to want to start him. Um, he's a gadget player though, isn't he? I feel like that's where people are like, oh, what kind of roles are you going to have? I'm not, not sure. but he's, he's, he's getting carries. He's getting he all sorts of things. So, like... It's a similar thing to Robert Woods is getting carries at the backfield with the Rams. I think yeah. the more touches you get, it's just more avenues for you to get involved and be relevant. So I, I think Curtis Samuel's not a bad play either. No, I like that. I like Curtis Samuel as well. Moving on, New England at Houston. Uh, look, Damian Harris uh, is in line to have a big game, and I'm going to call him my start. Oh, come on. Come on. Most <laughs> always gets in first. Yeah, I do. The That's right. Get, this is frustrating for mine. Uh, but that is that is. Do you have a secondary? I'll pick. I'm, I'm, you... No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna float around and I'm gonna find something. Oh you know yeah. What? You know okay. what? Okay. All gonna right. Go Rex Burkhead in the same game. Oh, hello. I'm gonna head to head on this. This is not something I'd planned on doing, but you know what? No. Forced me into it. Rex Burkhead <laughs> at running back 32 ranking. Yeah. Got involved heavily last week. He's actually had two massive games in a row. Fantasy a passing touch, I mean, uh, receiving touchdowns as well. Yeah, like he's just getting just through a bomb to him. So that's right. Like Harris will get more carries. Yeah. I guess the only thing, and this is what was a slight worry for me by picking Harris, was he's running back nineteen graded. Yeah. The week he just doesn't catch the ball. No, it? he doesn't. Like, it's like it's like what you see is what you get. Oh, Damien Harris ran for one hundred and twelve yards. I got eleven point two points. Like yeah, that's it. There's no yeah. there's no bonus in the mix there. So no. I'll, I'll roll with I'll roll with Burkehead. Yeah. And Arch is probably listening to this right now going, what are you doing? <laughs> ultimately, Arch, ultimately, this is not my competition. So I'm allowed yeah, to Yeah, that's right. Just throwing darts. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, good. Cam Newton, I think you start this week. He's got a get right game here. I think he's got a rush for a touchdown for sure. Uh, potentially put about 60 yards on the ground and then throw for about 200. I think yeah. he's going to. Um, and the reality is, you've gone Harris. I've gone Burkhead. The stimulus behind that is the Texas run is awful. They That's right. Six hundred yard rushing games to individuals this year. And again, I watched the Browns last week, and Chubb and Hunt just, just absolutely gashed them on the ground. So yeah, um, they did. Yeah, Houston are, are struggling. Who knows? We could both be right in our starts. You know what? Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Houston, uh, Deshaun Watson, has been he's been okay this year. And I think that's about it, just okay. Yeah, yeah he's just been hanging in there. Um, yeah. Just for me, mate, I just want to get in early. Brandon Cooks yeah. is my wide receiver start of the week. Nice. Well, that's it. If I wasn't going to call uh, Juju my start of the week, then uh, I was going to go with Cooks. I love that pick. Yep. Again, he had a bad game last week. We've talked about the weather in Cleveland last week. It was yeah. disgusting. Like you could, yeah. nothing was going on. Nothing was going on. So, um, but he's getting eight targets a game. He's just getting eight targets a game. Yes. And New England starters, like much, much talk about starters, are not playing due to. Yeah, Gilmore, I think, is still questionable. He was limited in practice, so I'm not sure if he's going to get up and play or not. But you take Gilmore out of the defense, and suddenly there's the open slather, really, for the wide receivers. Yeah. And it's, it, it's like you still one of those teams that he's like, all right, guys. Are we going to start now? Like, <laughs> yeah. on paper, the team doesn't look bad, particularly on offense. Um, yeah. 
Duke Johnson's an interesting one. He's yeah, two, I, I'm two games now where David Johnson hasn't necessarily been the feature, and he's like he's had his chance. It hasn't hasn't really done much with. It's been fairly mediocre, hasn't he? I feel like um yeah he's gonna be I guess the feature back again. Yeah. Um, but oh. against New England, New England seem to be pretty solid in that in close up. I think yeah. so. Uh, look, yeah. the, the, the passing game is always a, a very attractive. He just hasn't necessarily got anything out of that. We only had um, one target last week. Yeah, I've got him starting in a flex in my in one of my leagues. I just think you know he's worth rolling dice on in this matchup. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I don't think by any any stretch he's a, he's a sure thing. No, nah, fair enough. All right, let's keep moving. Tennessee at Baltimore. Any anyone you like here? It's going to be this is an interesting game for mine. Baltimore's defense is strong, but their offense not so much at the moment. Yeah, yeah. The Ravens are an interesting, interesting little crossroads here. Um, I think I think they're better than than what they've been dishing up, to be honest. But they're Jackson's being exposed this year with the with the inability to throw. Yeah. Um, like it's it's just funny seeing like Marquise Brown and his talented individual being wasted in that offense. It's, oh man, he's he was on so many people's lists to have a really big year at the beginning of the season and he's just not come through. But the passing volume isn't there for him it's to be able not to there. Even Andrews is feeling it like he coming into the year, he just played so little snaps last year. Like we talked about that in a pod that I jumped on with you in the earlier in the year that yeah. he he I think he'd had thirty percent target, like snap share, almost or something like something ridiculous. Yeah. So you thought low. with Hurst going, that's going to open up dramatically. Um, I guess Boyle. I think I heard is is missing the rest of the year. Uh, I've missed that piece of news. If you've heard that, and that's true, that's good for Andrews. Yeah. So I think, I think Andrews then opens up way more um, time on the field. It's just a matter of of, of Lamar using him. So yeah, um, I think he he could. Uh, sort of be a nice little bounce back game for, for Andrews for sure. And yeah. then you've then you've got this three headed backfield running Dobbins, Ingram and Edwards. I don't know who to play, mate. I, I've I actually dropped Ingram in one of my other leagues. I I've, I've washed my hands of him. He, he yeah, right. Playing, you can't start him with any confidence. No, you can't. No, that's so true. it's getting to the point of the season now. Yeah. This is my, my take on it in, in redraft. Once all the bye week's finished, there's no point in having guys on your bench who are just handy flex plays. If you, yeah, that's fair. I, I go into full handcuff mode um, once the bye week's done. And we yeah. just chuck guys on there like, you know, Devontae Booker and Lev Bell and these guys that if someone gets injured, you've got yourself a, you know, a really good running back too. Yes, that's but right. You, you just don't need guys to plug bye weeks anymore. And once I think that's when it's lottery ticket season for me. Yeah, no, I I totally understand. I, I totally understand it. I think when you're looking at those three backs, it's it's pretty ugly. Last week they were played and like two targets to Dobbins, one to Edwards, two to Mark Ingram. Like there's there's not even a clear cut um, receiving back. I think well Dobbins kind of is, but twenty targets on the year isn't. Isn't enough for me to kind of go. Oh, he's going to have some flex value. But even if Edwards were to go out, yeah, and you've got Dobbins and Ingram, I have no confidence that Ingram's getting the carries required to start. No, so I, I, I've ditched him and and. That's I think that's the right call. Tennessee on the other side. Uh, look, coming up a solid D. Ryan Tannehill, I don't really want to play this week. Mm. Um, I think AJ Brown and Derek Henry might be the only guys I feel confident in. Yeah, we didn't um, talk about this in the 
notes, but AJ Brown missed practice yesterday. I'm not oh, sure yes, why. he did. Um, look, there has to be a question mark over him at, at that yeah. point. Then. Now, maybe it's a maintenance day. And he's had a little bit of a sore knee most of the year, and we might find that's nothing, but just something to watch there. Um, and, yeah, Davis, ever the, ever the disappointment for mine. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's actually, he's been solid. Like, he had, yeah, there's two weeks where he had 10 targets, and he had three and six last two weeks. So, uh, look, he can he's do something. The, He's just on the you're dead to me list. I'm just <laughs> no brain space. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, look, he's been solid. I feel like he can still probably play him um, yep. in a pinch. Um, but yeah, Johnny Smith, where do you see him? You happy to um, play him? Yeah, I am. I am. I think he, yeah. he offers enough upside. Even got a little swing pass the other day. I think yeah. was a little for a rushing touchdown. That's right. Terry Henry on the line. But yeah, I think they, they're looking to get him involved. I think that's what tells me. And look, I think he'll be absolutely fine. Nah, good call. Uh, Philly, take on your boys. Hey, it's it's you v me this week, actually. There you go. Yeah, well, well, uh, I didn't even realize. That, and that's why you got me on. Exactly. Planning, that's planning, planning. We, Yeah, that's right. So Browns take on the Eagles. Um, Look, I'll talk up. Here we go. I'll talk up my Eagles. Carson Wentz uh, is a turnover machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Watching him play this year is just—it's a roller coaster of emotion. What's happened? Uh, What's happened to him? What's happened to him, Rowan? I don't know. It's oh, like he's lost his mojo. Every week, he was such a confidence guy. Yeah, he was in that year um, too. And then he's now just a midland midland QB. It's disappointing. Yeah. It is very disappointing. Um, on, look, you, you play Miles Sanders. You have to play Miles Sanders. I don't, yeah. I don't think your Brown's going to stop him. Um, I think he's, he's got lots uh, of upside this week. Well, it's really the wide receivers that are interesting for me. Ashwin Jeffrey came back uh, last week. Uh, and Didn't make was, much of a wave. No, had one target. Zero. That's right. <laughs> on the uh, outputs. But no, he's, in the yeah. mix. he's in the mix. But I just think Fulgham and Rager are just... So far ahead of him, we've got Goat who's in the mix as well. Yeah, when uh, sorry, is Ertz back in this week? Nah, I think, or oh, actually, he might be coming back. Uh, let me just double check that. Um, but That's a, I just don't think Alshon is necessarily in there. He has been designated to return, yes. Zach Ertz is he's back on the practice field on Wednesday. Um, so looking at that, uh, got it, and Ertz always played that. Tag team, uh, tight end role really well. They played the 12-man sets a lot, Philly. So it'd be interesting to see where they go for the rest of the season. I think Goddard's the guy. I think they all know that. I think they'll make sure that Goddard is going to be the guy uh, to get the main bulk of the targets. And I think I'd trust him over Ertz for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to the wide receivers, I think, yeah, it's Jalen Rager and it's Travis Fulgham. Uh, Fulgham had a down week last week, um, but look, I think that's I'm okay to for him to have an off game <laughs> after putting yep. such a great string of games together the last yeah you'll give four weeks before that absolutely so now nah, I think you have to start both Fulgham um I, don't, I think you can start Reagan this week I actually think he's going to be solid mm-hmm. what about your Brown boys um, obviously the, the, the Browns are just running the ball now that Nick Chubb's back they are so happy to just be just abusing the defensive line just going yeah. over and over switching them in and out. Um, Hunt looked good last week as well with a bit of wiggle. Chubb just looked strong. Devastating fantasy owners last week for Chubb, who broke off a massive run. Oh, then he stopped at the goal line. At the one-yard line. He said he, <laughs> he said he forgot that the instruction was to get a first down and fall over. 
And oh, he, yeah. he ran up the sideline and then <laughs> the one yard line. But then he didn't even follow the instruction well. He didn't fall over. He just ran out of bounds, which stopped the clock. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to still play a minute of the game after. Oh, funny. But if he yeah. just lied down, then clock would have probably expired. But yeah. That's uh, it. But unlike, so fantasy owners devastated in that, in that <laughs> particular result. But they just run the ball. Okay. Um, Landry yeah. is sort of your number one target now. And I, I still think you play him relatively happily because um, Baker loves him. He's a security blanket. He always looks for Landry. Um, I just don't think Rashad Higgins gets enough love. With OBJ out particularly, he's actually a really good receiver, Rashad Higgins. Um, and you've got to take into account the weather in the last few yeah, weeks. Look. Absolutely. The stats absolutely. don't look great, but he's been okay. Yeah. Yep, and but I think he's a good actually a good player. Um, Hooper and Bryant are your two tight ends in the mix there. I think, like I said, target share for Hooper is isn't good, isn't good. But there's no reason why he can't bob up as an end zone target. And well, here's here's something for you. I'm going to make him my start of the week at tight end. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, start of the week for Hooper. That's the, the that's that's on Philly's defense really more than anything yeah. else. He, I just again, I think I said this last on yesterday's pod. For a guy yeah. that got a record tight end um, sort of contract in the off season, I just I just don't understand the usage of him. He gets two or three targets a game. No, he should be used more. I agree. Yeah. But interesting start. I like that one. No, nah, good call. All right, let's continue to talk our way through these matchups. Uh, Atlanta taking on New Orleans. This is going to be. Another. Interesting game for me here. I've got a couple of guys I've, I like in this. All right, I'm going to give it over to you. you. You lay down the start six. All right. Well, I've got Hayden Hurst as my tight end start of the week. Oh, I love that. The fantasy pros have got him at 10. Yeah. Um, you can go bigger. I, I just think he's as good a chance as any. Saints have been leaking to the tight end this year. Yeah. And if you look at his, if you look at his game log, the targets are up the last few weeks. I've had a look. So he's starting drifting into the Saturdays higher target share as it compared to where he was at the start of the year. Now, potentially Ridley being out has been a reason for that, but I'm happy to yeah. roll the dice on a, on a, on a Saints defense that hasn't necessarily been able to guard the tight end this year. So that's my tight end start of the week. Yeah. Cool. Um, but they've been on the flip side. I yeah. don't sit in this game as well. Yeah, I, I'm a, listening. A sit, a sit for me is the running back position, Todd Gurley. I think, I think that we sit him. The Saints, the Saints run. He's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Four, four TDs all year to running backs. They're, they're the hardest to score against. Like fantasy points allowed, uh, New Orleans Saints are the hardest for running backs to score against. Yep. So that's a good pick. Yep, and I, and I, and I own Gurley. And the, the yards just haven't been there. There's not a lot of catching work in there at all. Yeah. Um, and it's actually largely touchdown dependent. So... He's yep. currently slated at a running back 15, and I'm not buying it. No, fair enough. I think the only thing that probably makes him, uh, props him up, would be if Calvin Ridley misses. If Ridley misses, then they've got to find targets somewhere. And I think Gage hasn't shown enough. So I think Gurley might get a bit more involved if Ridley's but, but out. It, it, even with Ridley out, Gurley hasn't been getting catches. They just haven't been there. They keep going to that, and I can't even say his name, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus Alamedes. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Some Russian, sorry, some Greek philosopher, but he, they're like, it's, I just don't think he's getting the passing game work. No, fair enough. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, on the other side of the ball, um, I've got, here's a, here's a start of the week, a sneaky start uh, quarterback, and that's James Winston. James Winston 
Look, this guy is a slinger, and we haven't seen him for a while, but I'm excited to watch him start. Look, everyone's up there saying, oh, Taysom, Taysom Hill might start. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> Jameis yeah. Winston, this is his audition mm. for uh, potentially taking the reins of the Saints next year. Yep, I think that's true. Um, he was the one that floated into my mind. But then, the, yeah. again, the, the, the Taysom Hill thing, I wasn't didn't think Taysom Hill would start so much, but I think that maybe, maybe they – Maybe they throw him in because they've also got to have a look at Hill as well. Yeah, they do. That's true. So maybe maybe they'll just go a little bit of a one-two punch. I'm not sure. Yeah, look, it'll be interesting. I, I, I'm hoping that Jameis Winston gets the bulk of the work. And look, Taysom Hill will definitely be used more than he normally is. I, I think that. But I don't know if I'd be wanting to play him at all in any fantasy format. No. Um, unless, of course, you can play him as a tight end. Some places let you play him as a tight end. I think then it's a, it's a shoe-in for a a spot there. Oh, I did not know that. Um, but then it's it's funny seeing Michael Thomas yeah. sort of muddle his way through this season again. Um, High ankle sprain. You never know how yeah. much that's impacting things. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But he's he's sitting at a wide receiver 10. Look, it depends. It all just depends if Winston can get it going. This, this passing game yeah. could be absolutely on fire. It could implode. So it's a hard one to pick things. I guess if, if Kamara does in fact miss you'd say Latavius Murray gets a huge boost and could yeah. be like, like a, a genuinely good starter. No, that's true. No, good call. All right, I think uh, let's keep moving on. We've got a, a few more games to get through. Let's make these a little bit quicker. Uh, Cincinnati at Washington. Uh, yeah. You've got, uh, got Joe Burrow. I've got him as my start of the week, Rowan. Joe Burrow is your start of the week? Yes. Guess what? He's my sit of the week. Oh, well. <laughs> this just there we go. A, little, a little bit delicious. Look, yeah, it's I, very good. Look, I thought running back 15 is his projection, and I thought that was not a bad um, no, not fair a bad enough. lineup. I just think he's had a, he's had a couple of weeks where his, his O-line's been banged up. He's had some guys sit out. Yeah. Reports, Jonah Williams apparently coming back in hard as well. So, okay. so while it'll be rough, he had a really rough, rough game last week against Pittsburgh. Yes. Um, and didn't look good. But outside of that, he's put some good numbers this year. So I'm actually yeah. happy to happy to throw him in and back him in this week. All right. Well, the, yes. partially. Yeah, okay. The football team. Yeah, fair enough. Else. I was about to say something else. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's avoid uh, anything else. Um, <laughs> the reason, partially, I've got, I'm stacking my sits here. Joe Burrow and Tyler Boyd are both sits for me. Okay. Uh, I like that. That's a good stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Boyd to sit um, because if I look at the points allowed from the football team, uh, they've got a really good def- uh, really good secondary. They're holding wide receivers uh, to only 17.4 points a game um, at the moment. And I think that's uh, that says a lot about where they're trying to focus um, their, their efforts in, uh, at Washington. And if... Look, they are, they on the on the flip side though they let a lot of points to the tight end position. Um, comparatively, they're, they're eighth, the easiest to score against. Um, but here's the thing: Joe Barry doesn't have a good tight end, and so that, that short option. I mean, Gio Bernard's probably the guy that could work his way into that kind of short mid range option. Um, but that's kind of what I'm thinking and feeling here is that this might be just a run game for Cincinnati. I know he's been throwing a stack, um, but if Boyd can't get going and Higgins uh, held it with it with an illness uh, practice, so it would be interesting to see wh- whether he gets up. And the uh, connection with AJ Green's been spotty 
yeah, uh, this best. year. Best. Uh, so look, that, that's there's there you go. There's there's my reasoning. I, I don't no, love yeah. the Bengals this week. No, and I, and I do understand. You've got um, Chase Young will be yeah. will giving Burrow a hard time all day long. I just think with the inclusion of your O line that gets a bit better, I think the protection might be a bit more there. But no, they, t- teams, been, teams have been doubling and tripling Chase Young. He's he's that good. Yeah, he is. Uh, on the other side, uh, Antonio Gibson's come into a world of his own. I think he's really kind of cementing himself as a, yeah. a fantastic yeah, running back. Yeah. Love him. Uh, J.D. McKissick, though, he's getting a lot of passing work. Alex Smith is check down king. Uh, J.D. McKissick is the guy. Yeah. yeah. So I think you can start both Gibson and McKissick in this game. Yeah, Let's, you're spot on. Yeah. Let's move sure. on to the next one. Yeah, Jets and the Chargers. Uh, look, the Jets, I don't, let's not talk too much about them. Uh, any, anything that interests you on the Jets? Uh, no. Like I, I did at <laughs> one point flirt with the idea of throwing Jameson Crowder in as a start of the week. He's wide receiver 32 on that particular list you've thrown. Yeah. And I, I think he'll outperform that. Um, Flacco's not a complete dart. He's, he looks to be connecting and making passes and working with what he's got. So yeah. at, at, at wide receiver 32, I didn't think that was the worst call in the world. But other than that, there's not a lot going on there. P. Ryan essentially, no. apparently or allegedly is supposed to be getting more work this week. Um, but we will, we will believe when we see it. I think he's a, a middling running back option anyway, but he can catch yeah. balls. So that's an added advantage. Uh, but there's not a lot going on. Nah. Jets at all there. I agree. Chargers though, Justin Herbert's having a season. Uh, he's, I love watching <laughs> I this guy play. Yeah. Uh, but with a new haircut, it'll be interesting to see what he does, whether it's a, a Samson-esque effect uh, on this game. I hope not. Uh, but no, Keenan Allen, you start him up all the time. Uh, Mike Williams is a bit up and down. He, it's just, this is the thing though. Justin Herbert's a great quarterback. You know that because guys like Guyton um, and other no-names are getting touchdowns and working the passing game. Speaking of the receiving game. Looking good. That's it. Um, but Mike Williams always a threat for touchdowns, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Balash, you happy to start him? He seems to be the number one in this committee. Yeah, like uh, it, it's it's an uninspiring name. I've never liked Caleb Balash, and here we are again looking at potentially starting him. But it's 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 a funny old backfield. Until Eckler comes back, I think it's a little bit of a muddle. But yeah, look, yeah. he looked like he got work last week, so you you, you assume you know, yeah. that I'd, I'd I'd expect them to be up that he'd get a bit of work. That's it. All right, Miami at Denver. Uh, looking here, look the the Denver running backs are in a committee, and it hurts. Lindsay, I think, is the better running back. I think he's showing that. He's just injured a lot. Completely agree with you. Um, So that's a bit of a flip, Jonesy, because at the beginning of the year, I was was telling people to sit Melvin Gordon, uh, and uh, I didn't like – I've always thought Lindsay's been a better back. Now, are you turning around on this? Is this something that I – But when you were telling people to sit Gordon, (laughs) Lindsay was out, okay? So that's a very important piece of – Not every time. Not every time. A large majority of the times. So I'm going to have to go back to the tape (laughs) on this. But (laughs) – but, but but I can't believe you're bringing this up because all three weeks you said to sit him, he did well on all three weeks. So yeah, it's not a good move for me to be to be reeling that one out of the vault. I wouldn't have thought, but that's okay. That's okay. We I'm just saying now my season long idea about who he is is, is coming. <laughs> okay, well that's what you're meaning. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I read between the lines on that one. Obviously, yeah. But um, it's just give me a look. So you keep patting 
Yeah, sure. Jerry Judy is coming to the week one. Lindsay played week one, but not two and three where you told him to sit. Okay. There you go. All right. I'm pretty sure I told him to sit week one as well. Yep. Uh, Anyway, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, uh, I think he can start Judy. Um, uh, Tim Patrick is a a bit of a shot in the dark. I think he was solid earlier in the year, but injuries have have hurt him. No offense, a a sure start. on the Miami, is he? Oh, uh, yeah. Because he's on a tight end sit of the week. Oh, hello. Okay. And I'll, and I'll tell you why, mate. I'm listening. Okay. Again, he's, he's, he's my uh, dynasty tight end, so I do pay a fair bit of attention to him. He has had an ankle injury that's really plagued him over the past few weeks, and he's looked awful. Um, he's actually got a bit of a hit to the ribs last week, so that's impacting him as well. Locks under an injury cloud as well. And the whole yeah. thing is just screams yikes to me. So I am just avoiding as tight end five as a projection. He's not. He's not hitting that. I don't know. No, fair enough. I hear, I hear that. That's a that's a good call from you, Jonesy. Um, that just means Miami wins, right? By a long shot. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not expecting Denver to show up, and Miami. Gee whiz, they're three years ahead of their schedule. I yeah. do not think that they would be at this point. Their um, trades on defense in the offseason yeah, have defense. shown I mean, up. Guys, I remember in the offseason, people were giving them a little bit of like, what do you mean? They weren't yeah. impressed with some of the pickups, like Van Noy is just a middling guy. And there's just, they picked up um, Ogbar for the Browns and yeah. they've all been good. They've all been good. And no. their defensive special teams are just keeping them in games. No, good call. Uh, Salvin Ahmed, running back by uh, just elimination. <laughs> he, uh, he, he's the guy, though, and they used him at, at stack last week. I think you have to start Salvin Ahmed uh, if you have him. Yeah. I agree. Uh, let's move on. Dallas at Minnesota. We've got a few – four games left. Let's go. Dallas at Minnesota. Dallas uh, in a world of hurt. I think, is there <laughs> yeah. anyone outside of Elliott and Cooper that you'd be having to start here? Yeah. Is um. Is Dalton back this week? Yeah, Dalton's back. Yeah, so I, I think with Dalton back, you, I think it brings some of these wide receivers back into play. Like, Fair enough. I think CD Lamb at wide receiver 37, I'm going to get something going. Yeah, okay. I, flirt, I flirted with the idea of putting him in the mix. But just with a competent I, – I, I count Dalton as a competent quarterback. I'm not saying they're going to be DAC levels of startability. <laughs> um, I think he'll produce. I think he'll, he'll – Chuck a chalk up a, a game that's at an adequate level. So I think he's startable no. for sure. Yeah, even fair Gallup, enough. Like even Gallup, why not? He got some targets with that first game back yeah. um, of Dalton as well. So look, I don't think they're unstartable. No, I think it's, for me, it's wait and see. I think that's really what's out. But the Minnesota secondary is rubbish. So I think that's fair. Um, with Minnesota, you start Cook, you start Thielen, you start Justin Jefferson. Goodness, is, has he just um, rose to just like wide receiver one levels. He has yeah. been outstanding. He's gone. Um, but other than that, I don't, I'm not too keen on anyone else. Kirk Cousins, you start in a, in a super flex league, but I, I wouldn't be studying. You're not uh, excited about stuff. Nah, that's, for that's sure. it. All right. Zeke, what a disappointment Zeke's been. He has been, yeah, Zeke has been. Uh, yeah, very disappointing. Just quick side uh, note. There's a real side note. I apologize. Let's crunch the first uh, round. For our first yeah. round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, McCaffrey. Uh-uh. Yeah. Saquon, Zeke. No. Oh, so, yeah, Saquon. Zeke, no. no. Kamara and Cook have been great. Yeah. I'd say Henry's been great, but on Thomas, no. Yeah. There's been a fair few of those first rounders that you were so excited to get a top six pick. You were so excited. Yeah. 
and they've all most of them, well, a fair percentage of them, are flamed out. So that's yeah. I was actually yeah, like Kamara picked up in a few leagues, and that's kind of what's been buoying my teams everywhere. Yeah, which has been good. Um, but yeah, like the end of the first round, Kenyon Drake's been a bust. Josh Jacobs has been a not a first round worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Devontae Adams though has been very solid. So I feel like there's but that's the thing. It's really like four guys in that first round that you're like, yeah, glad I got them. The rest of them, you're like, oh, struggled. Is that to, the to worst? Do, year? do you think this is the worst year for that? Yeah, I think so. In, in my experience, decimated. Yeah, hundred percent. It's insane. All right, last game on the slate. No, we have got a few more. Yeah, you got three more. Green Bay at Indianapolis. The big thing here with Indianapolis is that their defense is so good. Um, but and with no Adams potentially, let's say Adams doesn't play and Lazard doesn't play, you're relying on Aaron Jones and Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, is that, to get is that Aaron Rodgers crying about his lack of wide receiving? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, as played out by my son. <laughs> <laughs> and seen. Yeah, that's right. Oh, funny. Um, that just means when you wrap up. Oh, good. But anyway, look, I'm hesitant to play Aaron Rodgers this week. I will play Aaron Rodgers. All right. My only quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and I will roster no one else. Um, That's it. Yeah, like I guess it's one of those things. Adams doesn't play; other guys feature. Yeah, and if he does play, then you know, Aaron Jones is your lock and load as usual. Yeah. Um, really nice season from him. Um, when you flip on the other side, we, we, we had yeah. a conversation with John Taylor on the other pod. I'm not yeah. Confused. And running back 31, neither is the uh, Fantasy Pros rankings. Yeah, look, I don't love Jonathan Taylor here. It's, uh, it, but even though Green Bay suck against the run, um, Naheem Hines has been able to show up. He's so, just able, with his, with his track speed, he's just able to snap one. It only takes one big play from, from Hines. Yeah, um, that's it. And he's probably, he's certainly worth starting for sure. Yeah, um, I agree. And of your tight ends, but Burton and Ali Cox are always in the mix. I think uh, Doyle's out, so which and Ali Cox is a bit banged up. So Trey Burton might be a sneaky play. Um, yeah, if those other two big men aren't involved. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind uh, having a punt on one of those guys. Uh, two more games: Kansas City taking on Las Vegas. Um, look, you're playing everyone here in terms of Kansas City. If Clyde Edwards-Helaire misses, you're playing Lev Bell. Big. Um, Sammy Watkins will be back. Do you like Sammy Watkins this week? I don't necessarily like Sammy Watkins. Like, I, has anyone ever gone, I'm playing Sammy Watkins <laughs> this week and gone, great decision. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. the week that you think there's no way I play, I mean, he, he drops two TDs on you. But then yeah. every other time he's impossible to pick. I just think it hurts other the other guys involved. Like Harbin now longer is no longer a playable option. Neither is Demarcus Robinson. Those guys all even each other out, I think. Yeah. The targets get split. Obviously, Tyreek Hill is a no-brainer. Kelsey's the no-brainer. And like yeah. I said, if Edwards lays out, uh, Bell becomes very enticing. That's it. Because flipping over to Vegas, <clears throat> they've been not very good um, in terms of their defense. Uh, that's for sure. So looking at all of that, uh, you think they're going to throw. So Darren Waller, I, I like this week a lot. Um, but it's always like it's a crapshoot when it comes to rugs and Aguilar and Renfro. Uh, Aguilar seems to be getting like the more successful deep balls um, I agree. from Derek has he, has he surprised you as an ex-Philly boy? You'd probably given up on him just like the franchise did. Are you surprised that he's sort of... Uh, look, yes and no. Yes and no, because like in that Super Bowl year, he was solid. 
yeah. he played that role really well. Um, then he just started dropping balls left, right, and center. Um, so the fact that he's able to do it, I like, think good on, good on to him. Like he's a. Uh, it's, it's good to see. And look, he's a sneaky DFS play every now and then as well. So I don't mind that. But look, I think Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, are, are, you set and forget with, against these guys, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's hard to know which wide receiver to take a, a shot with. Absolutely. Last game of the round, Los Angeles Rams taking on Tampa. Um, I've, got, I've got two in this one. Yeah, I've got some as well. Hit me up. Uh, you, uh, can I, you go first. I'll go first on one and then we'll, ta- we'll raffle it from there. All right. Just in case. Yeah. All right. My sit of the week at the oh wait I gotta I gotta guess which one I do first because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna play this strategically. Uh, uh-huh. I'm gonna go wide receiver sit of the week, Robert Woods. Hey, okay, all right. Uh, no, he wasn't mine, but that's a interesting okay. one. But it's... I just know that you've already played your, your, your uh, quarterback, so I was just playing that little. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. But uh, no, I just feel like he's a bit of a bit feast or famine this year, Woods. Um, and the Rams' defense is nice. I think, I think you know, Charlton Davis might sort of just be on his ass all day. And, and yeah. I feel like Carp and Reynolds are involved. And sure, yeah. he'll get the old rush t- touchdown. I think it might take a rush touchdown for him to, to get involved. But I just think I just think he will just have a, a rough week. And at, at wide receiver 17 projected, I just think that's a bit rich for mine. Yeah, fair enough. No, I hear that. Look, I love Robert Woods. And uh, for me, though, he seems to just get points in those games that you don't expect him to. Yeah. He's just super consistent. And I think that's uh, probably why I'll keep rolling with him. Um, uh, my sit of the week in this one is is Gronk. I'm not going to play Gronk this week um, at the tight end spot. Gronkowski has been good. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to... Scoring against the Rams. Uh, the Rams, look, they are, look, if it wasn't Gronk or Burrow, uh, it would have been Tom Brady um, as my oh, sit of the week. And so, quarterback sit of the week. There you go. So, I like that. That's a, that's we're on the same page here, I think. Yeah. And that's, that's it. I think because the Rams do so well uh, in, in that regard. Uh, I can't trust Gronkowski this week. Yeah, and Brady's just been a bit Jekyll and Hyde all year. Like, Definitely has. His good games have been good, but then there's been a few that you think, oh, mate, like he's showing every every year. It's 42, isn't it, that he is? Like, yeah, that's right. But then but then last week, everything was humming. All systems go. Yeah. I don't know which one I'm going to get against the tough Rams D. I'm going to, I'm going to bet the unders on, on Brady. So he's quarter yeah, 11. I'm going to – yeah. Up. I'm going to side with Aaron Donald, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, looking at I'm other plays. I'm here, Ron. Yeah. We, we recorded a podcast that I forgot to record. And I, uh, earlier, I referenced Aaron Donald to Alan Donald, ex South <laughs> bowler. Yeah, he did. Which, which I'm happy never went to wear. So, yeah. um, I just so you're just going to throw it out there now? Yeah, I thought I had to out myself. <laughs> All right. Is, good uh, to know. No, very good to know. Ah, uh, dear. Uh, look, in the rest of this game, uh, the running backs of the Rams are tricky. Cam Akers seemed to – look, he had some good spots last week, um, but Darrell Henderson was still banged up, so I feel like that's probably why. I think Darrell Henderson, if he's healthy, will get the, the solid start um, this mm-hmm. week. Um, and on the Tampa Bay wide receivers, it's a little bit thrown up in the air, and who's going to – who's Jalen Ramsey going to go to? Godwin, yeah. Evans, Antonio Brown? He's got a choice. 
Do you think uh, with Brown coming in, Evans had a, a touchdown dependent season so far? Yeah. Do you think that reduces his rest of season outlook considerably, or do you think there's enough there's enough pie to go around? No, I think it's uh, look. I don't think any of these guys can be a wide receiver one. Yeah, for the rest of the year because, because both Evans uh, and Godwin were drafted as such. They were. That's it. I didn't like Evans that much. People had to go at me on Twitter <laughs> for that on the off season. I didn't have Evans as a wide receiver one, but uh, uh, Godwin I did, and yeah, look, it's been injuries for him unfortunately this year. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones is the superior runner by far. Um, Fournette, though, he's getting the passing down work. What do you think about these guys? It's it's an uninspiring backfield in terms of me wanting to start one. I don't know either player. Yeah. I'm not heavily invested. I just I gloss over and say I'm happy it's not my problem. No, fair enough. All right, guys, thank you so much. We are going to wrap this one up. Los Angeles Rams and Tampa Bay was Monday Night Football. Uh, Jonesy, it's been great to have you on the pod this week. Thanks for stepping in. Easy, mate. No, I really really liked. I always enjoy coming in when when the time is required. Um, Looking forward to tonight's game, though. We've got yeah. a real nice shootout. Arizona, Seattle. We'll slide in in a couple of minutes and watch that. That should be good fun. So, uh, yeah. looking forward to that. Good stuff. All right, guys. Catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the TFL Podcast. And we'll see you next week.